Welcome back to the 1010s Podcast with, wait, hold on, with Michael and and Robbie yep. and Flatum. Flatum. Flatum is here. I was doing the same thing. He was, I was doing the opposite. Oh, shit. His little arm move that he's doing. Yep. His little male modeling Did pose. Did we ever decide what he was doing? I think he was just... He was just posing for Tim, right? What's in his hand? There's something in his hand. No, he's touching no, his a, hair. It's, it's when his hair was it's super fl- long. I think like he it was, is now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He's just, but he only gets two haircuts a year. His hair's gonna look like that if he only get two haircuts a year. But yes, yeah, so he looks exactly like his dad. Have you seen his dad? Yeah, he looks exactly the same. My dad saw his dad on the interstate because he recognized the ten ten sticker on the back of his truck. Yeah, he goes, "They look the same. They look exactly the same. <laughs> They're the same person, just a few years. Everybody's of years apart. doing that old man app thing. No, no, no point. No for need. Him. No just need. Take, just they get a picture the of his dad. They look exactly the same. Yep." They they could just swap pictures of each other and see oh yeah see the face app it's uh it's whatever. yeah they could do the face swap app and then you know you know you know what Adam's gonna look like in twenty years or whatever 20, 25 years however much older he is I have no idea no he's he's near retirement I thought ish yeah yeah so he might be a little older than that who knows uh, not important that's not important point is Adam he had long hair and yep. I think he was doing a thing maybe he was just brushing his flowing locks with his maybe hand. he was doing a pose. No, I don't. Let's, let's you sure pretend you didn't he see Tim. Let's pretend he didn't see the camera. He was just—he's looking at the camera. Look at yeah, he's look looking, at he's looking, face. He's looking past the camera. Is he? Yeah. Are he, you sure? He's just—he's just in a in a gla- in a blaze of glory. He's, just no, 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 no. What's the hair. movie? What's the movie with Adam Sandler? And uh, or not Adam Sandler? I always get these two guys mixed up. The one about the fashion guy. Uh, Zoolander. Zoolander. Yes, he's doing a Zoolander face. Look at his face. Oh, God look at his mouth. You're right. I was on purpose. He's got, yeah, he's got like... He's been working on that. He's got like pouty lips. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he did it on purpose. <laughs> there right. it is. So anyway... Um, so it is just us. It is just us, regular Adam. Earlier today, Adam texted us and said, and I quote, verbatim, this is definitely not made up, totally not made up. Fuck your little podcast. <laughs> it was so rude. Fuck the fans, he said. <laughs> Didn't care at all. How long is it going to take before he, he finds that... I mean, it's at the beginning of the show, but I, how long till that gets back to him that you said that? Uh, Sunday afternoon. Are you sure? Because Flatum took like a full twenty-four hours, didn't it? Wasn't it the next day? Yeah, Monday he picked. He's up like, "What on the it. fuck did you guys do?" <laughs> I'll, I'll say this one's this will take less time. Now he's suspicious though. Yeah, because he knows he's not here. Uh-huh. He knows the Flatum thing happened without any of his knowledge. So he probably will be on it yeah, he immediately. Is, yeah, he probably... Yeah. Well, we got a text at like 1 o'clock going, you guys are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was totally worth it, though. But uh, he's worked like a, 24 hours and three... Or not three days. 24 hours and two days or something like yeah, that. He, not slept. Yep. So yeah, he, he got was, off work at like a handful of hours ago and was like, yeah, this ain't going to happen. Which, he's like, I can either not sleep, come do this, but I have to go back to work, which means I have to go through another... Another cycle of... Working Work, without yeah. sleep, or I could go home and sleep. And I was no, like, going home and sleeping yeah, is where no. it's at. It's not worth it. He if, definitely said the fans are less important than sleep. Yeah, I mean, which to be fair, I would say the exact same thing. Yeah, I got, I got, I get some sleep. If it came down to me not sleeping one night or producing a show for eh. free, I would for sure not. I'm sorry, guys. Not do it. Yeah, I'm not even gonna say sorry. Like, yeah, you're right. They wouldn't say sorry to us. They for sure, for sure, <laughs> shit would not say sorry to us. I've never seen so many people so angry about misinformation. I mean, if if all of those people would put the same amount of effort into the news cycle, 
and things that they see on Facebook, the world would be a better place. Yeah, but I don't understand why we're held to a different standard. It's because we, than any major news network. Well, we we pushed us into this, painted us ourselves into a little corner that said, you know, hashtag real journalism because we called everybody out for their bad journalism. They were like, yeah, you know what? Maybe they got a point. We'll just we'll just say whatever we're we just want. gonna do what everybody else does now and just kind of say whatever you want. And then if you know, if it's wrong, it's wrong. If it's right. If you're wrong all the time, people stop, you know, they're just like, whatever. Yeah, It's, it's, it's just fun. entertainment value at that point. They don't really care. Yeah, we're, this is not an educational podcast. It's not. Look it up. Miata's weighed 3,200 pounds. Is that what we said it, it weighed? No, it was like... 28, I think, didn't we? I don't know. 27 or 28 or something like that. But that was, yeah, the hard top, yeah. It's 2,500 pounds. Yeah, see, it's heavy. 24 fucking who cares. Yeah, it's too much. It's 500 pounds more than a Fiat, so <laughs> that's what I'm banking on for mid-div next year. Nice. I, get to race that car mid day. Yeah, we'll come, come racing my It's going to be too much shit to do because all of a sudden we didn't have drifting, so I tried time trials, and now that's fun. So, like, well, have, I don't even know what to do with my to life. Do. We could do both. We should try to do both. The Z's only, like, a day's worth of work away from being done. It just hasn't had priority. Yeah, you had some bad stuff happen to you last weekend. We'll get into that later. Or now. It's we can get into it right now because okay. we said this is going to be a record short show. Adam's not here. We uh, started 10 minutes early. So we're doing whatever the fuck we want. So we're not doing an opener. Yeah, so talk, Yeah, we talked about Flatum. That's the opener presented by Factory Fabrication. Or we and could do Kanga Motorsports. Or we could do Robbie's Misfortune presented by Factory Fabrication. It sounds like they gave you misfortune. That's yeah. not true. Booney gave me misfortune. No, he didn't. He didn't. No. no. Booney's a nice guy. Yeah. And they had a off at uh I'm sorry. sorry. No, Brainerd. They're in Brainerd. Yeah, they had a bit of a they were at Brainerd and had a brake failure in the BMW, so That's, they yeah. fixed the BMW last race, Yeah, they, the race before, and then they had another off and had a bit of a incident in the BMW, so. Yeah, so damaged the front end, had a spare, got a, got a um, scra- uh, sports car, replaced the front end, damaged the front end, all in a matter of two weeks, three weeks. Damage to the ego. Oh, God. Nothing like driving home with a tail between your legs. That sucks. I can't imagine on endurance racing. It, it sounds not fun, you know? Especially after having a win taken away from you, you know? And then some bullshit. But he's going to be on next week. Yeah, we can talk about that. Assuming Adam's work schedule doesn't fuck us because we can't have Booney on without Adam anymore. Like, Booney will Booney will not stand for that. No, he will he, wait. He, yes, he will he wait. Will, he will have a skip a week. Yes. So... We have Fan, to next fans be damned. Next week, he's committed. He sent me text. He committed to it, but we got to get four people's schedules aligned with unknown work requirements, and so I think we can do it. I, yeah, fine. I'll make it work. Probably. Exactly. I'll, be, I'll probably be in the state. Exactly. Yeah. I'll be here no matter what. What day are you coming back from here? Monday. Vacay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you'll be here. So whatever day you're listening to this, probably that day. Fair enough. All right, let's do... So we did the factory fabrication deal. We'll talk to Booney more next week. That'll be fun. Um, let's talk about your misfortune. It wasn't... Yeah, it was, it was misfortune. So I went and did uh, the second-to-last event for Midiv Time Trials, or Championship Series, and we were at Heartland Park again. And this time we ran a different configuration, which was the um, Fast 1. Yep. So Alpha, and then Fast 1. Um and then it's then you skip basically the um, 
uh, what was it, turns five, five and six and seven? So basically you did, well, the second day we were there, we did slow one and that like bypass nap- thing. Yeah. Yep. And, and so you did fast one and the bypass into eight. Fast eight. Yeah. Oh, you did fast we eight? We did fast eight. They let eight. you do fast eight? Yes. Did they move some tires or? Uh-uh. Guys just winged it. Just figure it out. Just figure it out. Just don't hit the, the wall. T- the tires are way over there. Were they way over there when you drove it? Did they feel like they were way over there? I didn't get anywhere near them. That's all it counts. I did. Granted, don't wreck I, your shit. Granted, I did a four a four wheel slide through nine once, but it was Wait, fine. Wait, how'd you do that? I'm, Nine's the one that you you take a left and you go into that series that they would call like an autocross. They, okay. they always call oh. it like autocross, right? Isn't that nine? Well, the not no the not isn't nine the right before that? Oh no, you're right. No, I think they call all that eight, which is a little confusing. You're right. So it, technically, I slid through eight into nine. So I took you were it, just power sliding then. Yeah, like a lot, oh, okay. like the whole width of the track. Then uh, I caught it. And didn't, uh, go, didn't I had no wheels uh, off. It's fine. Uh, sounds sounds like it worked out. Yeah. How many apex points did you get for that? Probably not enough. That's what. I need to talk to Andrew about that. Yeah. If I slide, what they should do, what they should do is they should set it up for drifting. He'll text me back about this later and call me an idiot. But (laughs) not really. He's a super nice guy. But what they should do is they should set it up for drifting, and it's like a video game where it gives you points. Oh yeah. Dude, think about that. I like it. Accelerometer. They could figure that out. Yeah, because it's got all those accelerometers and all those position sensors. It'll know how much angle you have and how fast you're going. Uh-huh. They can write a little algorithm to kick you out points. It could be just like uh, the Need for Speed Drift game. That's what I'm saying. I think he, that, that I think we're on. Might something. be onto something. Honestly, that like, sounds like a nice addition to the app. That sounds like that sounds like some fun. People could have some fun with that. Like because yeah. people could compare afterwards. Or, you know, or if you have it on the drift setting, it doesn't have it. You know, the lights don't. No, there's no lights, but if you have a really good drift, it starts to fill up the bar. Yeah. And then when you have a full bar and you're still drifting, it'll blink at you, and you yeah, know you did a going, great keep drift. Keep going, keep going, high score. Yeah. Apex Pro, your number one drifting. <laughs> but uh, dude, like unit. Honestly, like whether whether or not somebody actually did that or not, I think people would buy that. Heck yeah! If I mean, I don't know if you could justify like the cost. Of it, you know what I mean? But maybe maybe if you, you could have a different version that's drift only that doesn't have all the other information in it. Yeah. Then you could just have that. Or you could have it as an upgrade but to if what you, you had, have. But maybe maybe no, but I think you could still use it as like a a data acquisition telemetry thing. Yeah. Because you could you could still get information about like yaw angle and stuff like that that you could use for data review if you so cho- chose to, you know right. what I mean? So I mean we're making a joke out of it, but like you could you could, totally you could potentially use, use it in that capacity for data acquisition. Somebody's wheels are turning right now, going, you know, <laughs> that might actually work. I don't know. It's just a fun idea I had off the top of my head. But anyway, that's that's the best ideas. It's always with. the ones that sneak up on you, and you go, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and that's those are usually it's the ones. The back of the napkin, like you know, that's not a bad idea. You know, even drinking, but it sounds funny at the time. You're like, you know what, this. That shit would sell. But then 18 months later, it's, you know, yeah, it's so a commercial it's a, product. You're like, yeah. son of a bitch! Yeah, I totally a, missed it. the next then, hottest thing. Oh, I thought of that two years ago. Like, yeah, sure you did, nerd. Ooh. See you later. Have fun at the back of the bar. Loser. Yeah. Loser. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Saturday uh, practice was, and I, a total fucking shit show. For you or for everybody? My group. 
Um, just having trouble with rules. Yeah, like the group that we normally run in, it's we've been running together all season. It's been really good. Everyone kind of knows each other's speeds and limits and like, you know, point by styles and stuff like that. It's been flawless all season. We had more people that we've never ran with at this event than we have all season. So we get out there and a guy in a Porsche GT3 RS shows up late. So he's in the back with clearly the best car Oh, by like a lot. And then there's a couple guys up front who are pretty slow. I know and I'm slow is not probably the right term, but like slower than the next six guys. Momentum guys. Like the car, like their, well, their time should be, are you saying that, that, that they somehow got a better qualifying time? So they or a better time. So they bumped up in the pack no, no, no. somehow, but no. normally they would be slower. No, it's, it was practice. So you just, it was however you showed up. That's how you ran. Okay. So these guys showed up first and they, they're in production D E no, the pro- they, I mean, there's no prototype guys, but it was, you know, production D and E, the fastest cars there. Mm-hmm. So these guys are in production D. They should have, I mean, yeah, they should know. I mean, they're, they're fully capable of being there in that group. So we go out and the two guys in front don't give any point buys at all. Oh, wow. So, and because it's the first practice and we've never done a warm up lap, everyone just kind of bunches up. So we have basically 10 cars nut to butt for an entire fucking lap. And then it's green flag. And since we're all compact together, it's just go, 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 go. Like there were pictures. I should have saved them. Um, it looks like we're wheel to wheel racing. Cause then, you're all so tight. Yes. Well then I give it like a couple of laps trying to, you know, I mean, I'm barely going eight tenths trying to force try, a pass, just, just waiting for the point buys. They never come. And then there's people that are trying to pass multiple cars at the same time to completely ignore the fact that there's no point buys just to get around. Mm-hmm. So after a few laps of that, the Porsche had made his way from the back to the front. I'm pretty sure he only got maybe one or two point buys, maybe with the middle finger. Either way, shouldn't have been where he was because he, he literally tried to dive in on me on a turn. Oh, yeah. And after he did that, I went completely wide on the on turn 14, the last one, mm-hmm. pointed him by, and then I just coasted the whole fucking straight until every single car in that section was passed. Was all the way to the end of the straight. Yep. And then I got on the gas. I was like, I'm not fucking running with you guys if that's how we're going to run practice. Why Why were people not able to handle I don't that know. situation? We actually had to have another driver's meeting to discuss the lack of point buys and just the general aggressiveness of practice. Hmm. So it, it, was, it was really weird. I mean, it was fine. Totally fine the rest of the day. Once you got, you know, the guys that were fastest in order... We never had an issue the rest of the day. No, no one complained about point buys. No one complained about aggressive driving. Nothing. It was perfect. It was just, uh, I don't know why everyone just showed up and was like, you know what? Fuck your point buys. No matter today. And they just went for it. And then, and then at the same time, it's, it's time attack. You don't gain anything by being near another driver. Yeah. Right. So everyone just goes out full bore, bunches right up and then just stays there. Yeah, so maybe some people should have pulled through, done yeah. a pit through, and went back out, and or yeah. whatever, you know. Yep. So yeah, again, my fastest lap was the last one because I just waited until everybody got away from me. But so so what was what was the uh, time on that configuration? Because it'd be pretty short. A minute thirty. Yeah, that's short. Four. Minute that's 30, pretty short. Yeah, minute thirty four is I think my practice time. 
That's almost no, 15. No, it was a minute 35 or 6, whatever. Okay. It's still almost 15 seconds, 10 or 15 seconds faster than the other configuration. Yeah. Yep, because actually the fastest, my fastest time of the day during my first time session was a minute 33 flat or 02 or something. Hmm. And that, that ended up winning production D. Oh, okay. And then in the second session, I couldn't beat it. I was like a minute 33 something. And then I ended up getting second to Matt because he did a minute 33 three or something. But then on the last lap of the last session, I was going, you know, driving like an asshole, really. I mean, it's it's no other way around it. On the back straight, when you go through fast eight, through nine, mm-hmm. all the way to ten, I'm basically f- flat two ni- two eight basically, where I'll break quickly, take eight, and then I'm flat again until ten. And I would hit um, my rev limiter right before I'd hit my brake zone, and that's when I would break. I hit the rev limiter, brake, and then take ten, mm-hmm. and that's just kind of how the rhythm I'd I'd gone. So on the last lap, I do that, and it starts to feel funny. So I finish the lap, go down, turn 11, 12, 14, get on the power to go down the straight, and it's just... Fuck. Fuck! Plus, you're like you're literally as far away as you could be from pit in at that point. It, yeah, it you was, could not be any fucking farther away on that race. the worst. You can see the pit, but you can't get anywhere near it. Uh-huh. So it's just, I, I just hear the clang, 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 clang. No power. Just nothing. So I shift up, basically coast, baby at the rest of the lap. I'm like, well, it's already fucking damaged. Yeah, there's no point in shutting it off. Nope, just keep going. Yeah, because like by the time I do that, it's just going to stay shut off. It's yeah, somebody's going to have to come get you. Ruin everybody's fucking day. So then I go all the way around, bring it in, stop, and just, yeah, you, you can just tell it's something. Bang, 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 bang. Just a, it's a more of a clack, 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 clack. Mm. And it obviously follows the RPM range, and so you know, I sit there for a minute to collect myself, get out of the car, kind of basically start packing all my shit up. So then everyone kind of comes over like, "Oh shit, what happened?" And, you know, then we started up again. Yeah, it's a pretty serious knock. So then I yeah, I talked to Jess like, you know what? You're leaving for Denver first thing Monday morning. I want to tear this engine out right now. Let's just go home. So everyone else kind of goes in because it's the end of the day because we were the last session. So everyone else goes and does the the group dinner because everyone, mm-hmm. had, you know, we provide dinner on the Saturday. So Dalton stick around by me and you know, kind of packing up and, you know, we're trying to like decide how bad this really is. So we start, you know, I fire it up one more time, let it idle. And it doesn't, it's kind of faint, you know, knock or clack rather. It's pretty faint. And we're like, you know, rev it up a little bit and kind of hear where it's coming from. We're sticking our ears like in, you know, next to the headers. So like, where, you know, where's it coming from? And of course, we're being optimistic. Like, ah, oh, I bet it's the top end. Sure sounds like it's coming from the top end. Yeah, I bet it's the top end. Of course, you always it's talk pro- yourself it's, into it's, that It's probably shit. like a collapsed spring or something or a valve. You know, it's, I bet you could fix this tonight if no you want. No problem. It's Just fine. get your heads fixed. Not a big deal. You don't even have to take the engine out. Yeah, that's that's where we were at. We're like, oh, I bet it's, I bet you'll, you'll go home tomorrow, pull off your head, you know, pull off the valve cover. You'll see exactly what's wrong. Place a few parts. You'll be good. No, <laughs> not even a little bit. Um, so I get home late Saturday night, like midnight. 
it's, yeah, basically just crash first thing in the morning, get up and I'm looking up stuff online, trying to like confirm my suspicions. I'm like, Oh, surely it's a top end noise. It's gotta be like a valve or you know, whatever. So I'm finding some YouTube videos of people complaining about LS engines and you know, that type of failure. Cause it's pretty, mm-hmm. it's fairly common. So I found a video of a guy track daying his, um, LS swapped M3 almost identical, like to the letter is it's getting like whatever, however long the video is. I think it's only like five minutes, but it gets to the end of the like minute four and he comes around a corner and all of a sudden you hear clack, 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 clack. <laughs> and you can just see him just go, no, fuck. It's, it was identical to what I did. And yeah, sure enough, it was a, it was a spun bearing. So I, uh, you know, pull, go to my garage, pull the valve covers off. They look great. Like, there's no problem. All the push rods look good. All the springs look great. Clean. No issues. Fuck. So, pull the engine out, or start to, you know, pull things out on Sunday, now that I've come to the conclusion that that has to be a spun bearing. So then Monday after work, I I, I spend the evening pulling out the engine, flipping flipping it over, and then pulling the uh, oil pan off. And then confirm that yes, I did spin bearing. Oh, what would that be? That'd be six. No, five. Doesn't matter. Five or six. And then of course the bearing next to it because the 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 cranks are ne- uh, the rods are next to each other mm-hmm. on the LS engine. So the one looks like really hot. So I pulled yep. that one off first. And the bearing, I think it spun, but not near as bad. And then the one that would be further back. So I want we'll just say six. Um, that one was completely destroyed. Yeah. But there was like no sh- metal shavings anywhere. There's a little bit in the pickup tube and a little bit in the bottom of the pan, nothing in the filter. And like when I changed, when I pulled the oil, like drained the oil, there wasn't like anything there. Like, so, I mean, it was shockingly minor damage. So now I got to replace that, all of it. But Josh Jones from a Z3 Resurrection racing team fame. Yes. Texted me on Monday, Tuesday. And he goes, Hey, I'm just throwing it out there. I bought this, uh, short block off of this guy a couple of years, you know, a while back for a rainy day. So, you know, it's in pieces, but it, it should fix everything that's wrong with your, your car. So he came to my rescue and now I have all that. Well, I haven't picked it up yet, but I have, I'm getting that. You got it. Yeah. So yeah, saved the day. So now I got to do Sweet. is, uh, take his parts that are good. I'm going to use this as an opportunity to get new rings and bearings and gaskets and, and just yeah, have a fresh, have a fresh shit. motor yep. now that it's already out. So I'll take all of those parts, new parts, and then all of the no, good parts off mine and then be back on track. Um, where was, what else is there? Oh, but I think the reason that this failed is one, the engine had probably 90,000 miles and I'm pretty sure it's been abused its entire life because mm-hmm. the guy that had it before me wrapped his Camaro around, around a tree driving like an asshole. So it would not spread. And he was also the one that had that monster clutch that was completely destroyed. Yeah. So and he wore all your synchros out. Yeah. Pretty safe to say he beat on that car. Yep. And then I hadn't torn out the, you know, done anything into the internals on the engine yet. So I think it, it was a ticking time bomb. Um, I was running Mobile One 5W30 synthetic oil, which, come to find out, is a terrible choice. 
because it turns to water when it gets above like 250. Oh, it can't take that much temperature? No, it cannot. I didn't know that. Did not know that either. So I, where did you find that information, though? I talked to Josh about it, and then I, I kind of confirmed it online by looking at what other people are running. And it's like, yeah, that seems to be the pretty So what do they concern. what do they say you should run? 15W or 20W50. Oh, the VR1 racing oil? Yeah, or uh, the Rotella, the Shell Rotella yep. is kind of like the go-to because it's cheap and you can change it regularly. Yep. Um, otherwise, there is a Valvoline. Yeah, the, is that the R1? VR, yeah, that's VR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that one's yeah. extremely highly rated. As uh, well. It's expensive, but yes. that's what we use and everything. Okay. Um, I was having an issue, obviously my V8 was hurt, come to find out, but I was having an issue with oil pressure, yep. which is a common... I shouldn't say common, but it is like if you're having oil pressure problems, like yep. shit's kind of fucked. So I kind of knew that engine was fucked when I put it in the L, put it in the RX-7 from the get go. Right. Um, but I, the way that the LT1s build oil pressure is weird. It's linear based on RPM. So oh. sometimes on the on a lot of the LS1s and stuff, like you'll get forty to sixty pound, pounds of pressure, but like all the time. Right. On the LT1s, it has to do with the pump design and doesn't do that. So. You're looking for 10 pounds of pressure per uh, 1,000 RPM. Okay. So if it's idling at like 650 or something like that, it had like five or six pounds of oil pressure, which looks really, really bad. That looks bad. You're looking at it going, oh, man, that's pretty bad. But like <laughs> when it would get really, really, really hot, like on those days when it was stupid hot and we were drifting, like it had like None. two pounds of oil <laughs> pressure. And I'm like, this thing is going to blow up. You know, so there'd be times I'd be sitting on the line and I would just kind of just rev the motor up so I knew that there was at least oil getting up inside of the heads and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, so we, we put 530 in that, I think. And I went, Ooh, man, I don't like this oil pressure at all. So I went to, I went to the VR1 and then we run VR1 in the Fiat too. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at that as well. So probably end up going. I didn't, I, are they just saying that 530 in general? Gets too that, and then the synthetic stuff gets even more watery. No, which I can vouch for. It's good to know. I guess I'm not been in a scenario where that might affect me, but right. it's good to know that that's probably not yeah. a good idea. Then I also read that uh, the LS engines really don't like to go above about 6,300 RPM, and my fuel or my rev limiter was 66. Maybe you're over revving so it just yeah. a little bit so with I, so I oil think, that was too thin. Yep. I think it was a combination of that. And uh, I probably should have changed the oil before this event because this would have been its third event, which is probably too much. Mm. You know, hindsight being what it is. Right. Yeah. If it had been fine, obviously you wouldn't be talking I w- about it. Yeah. I wouldn't even think about yeah. it. But yeah, right. it's, yeah. You know, sure enough, it had been three events. Somebody's going to fucking roast me for this, but we put Lucas oil and everything too. <laughs> stuff sticky as shit. Have you ever had I've that s- stuff I've on seen, your hands? I, yeah. I've seen the, uh, and the additive stuff for it as well. Yeah. So we put half a quart of Lucas oil and stuff. Maybe not that much. Depends on the engine and how worn out it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like the Fiat's got like a full quart of Lucas oil in it to just try to keep shit lubricated. Yep. yep. I mean, it won't now that we put the new one in. And right. same thing with the LT1 when we put that in. But yeah, if we put an engine, like a used engine in something, we're like, ah, we're going to dump a bunch of Lucas oil in here and hope for the best. Probably a good idea. So I don't know if, I mean... I assume in that scenario, like in your scenario, it may not have done anything, but yeah. in a case where you've got, it you've got helped. worn out, you know, you've got, you've got somewhere on bearings, you've got somewhere on surfaces, it may, it may help, you know, a little bit. Yeah. Um, I do like, cause those, the race engines will sit 
you know, if you're not racing them all the time, they sit and all the oil drains back. So yep. it makes me feel a little bit better that, that stuff's like stuck to everything inside right. of there. So stuff's not rusting or sticking or anything like that. Right. So, but yeah, a lot of debates about oil. Yep. But we've always used VR1 and Lucas Oil. Okay. Yeah, I was looking at that or the shell, Rotella. Yeah, I mean, a lot of, I mean, a lot of people use Rotella. You should, you should maybe ask Bill about that because yeah, I'm, I'm open to like if someone's um, had really good success with stuff. Bill used Rotella for a lot of years, and he used to send his oil in and get it analyzed. That's right. And if for did. some reason he, I think he switched to Royal Purple, and you may ask him why. I'm sure he has a very specific reason why right. he did. I, I don't know what it is. Um, but the Rotella and actually the VR1. You want to make sure you're not putting that in a car that has catalytic converters in it. Just a little side note for people if they're listening to I this. Um, but if you do have cats and you're tracking stuff, um, I would do your research because it's okay. got a lot of zinc in it, I think it is. Yeah, it's, it's that and that, zinc. that can damage catalytic converters. Who cares about catalytic converters? This is I'm America. Just saying, I'm just saying. We're not California. Well, California. We're not California. Yeah. I'm just saying. If you did have to have, to have them, that would be bad because they're expensive. Yeah, for well, reasons. and if you're on the YouTube channel, as you can see, I was driving like an asshole everywhere else on the track, except for Alpha, where I was clearly breaking like a bitch, way before that the crest. So, oh, are your brake lights on in that photo? Yep, what's happening? Damn yep, it, Robbie, <sighs> I'm hoping that this leaving was... so much time out there. I know, I could have been way faster. That was fast one too. I what's know. the worst that could have happened? They'd be fine. Done the same thing the Adam, Adam did. did Go yeah. down the drag strip runoff. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, so that was looking through the photos like, yeah, dang, I really did bitch out on that one. But I was doing fine everywhere else. Sort of. But yeah, so definitely not while I was at work. I was uh planning my build after yes. after getting my information from Josh on what I'm buying sight unseen. <laughs> I'm going to obviously bearings rings. Um you know, a handful of odds and ends and gaskets and shit right there. And then uh, I'm going to do AccuSump. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to do make my, I'm going to use KangaMotorsports.com's article and video. I can't remember which one it is on how to do AN fittings and build my own AN fittings so I can have that boy. I can run the line from my, my block to my fuel filter or oil filter. Goddamn. Oil filter to my oil cooler, which I'm adding to, yep. to my uh, AccuSump, which is going back. So I, I got it all like, Schematicked out already. Somebody asked you a question about your AccuSump. How are you going to control it? You going to put a manual I'm gonna valve on it? I'm going to get the electric, uh, or, yeah, the electronic solenoid. So every time it drops below 35 psi, it's going to put oil into it. So is that how that works? Uh-huh. I haven't done that much research into it. So it's actually looking at your oil pressure, mm-hmm. or is it open all the time? No, is it, it open it, when the key's on? Yes. So it's that solenoid is open when the key's on. Yeah. So, so really, hot, it's hot just again. a matter of the pressurization of the AccuSump, not the fact that the valve opens when it reaches a certain PSI. I think that's part of it too, though. Is it? You know, ten tenths facts will tell you. Right. I'm, I I honestly don't know enough to be able to speak to speak to it specifically. Okay. Because here's why I asked this question, and I haven't got any further with it. That solenoid valve thing uh-huh. probably costs them like. Ten dollars, and they charge. Yeah, they charge you two hundred dollars for it. So that's where I get real bent out of shape about it because uh-huh. you can buy electronic solenoid valves for nothing. Uh-huh. So I haven't gotten far enough in the process of researching that to find 
the valve that I'm going to buy instead. But I get real bent out of shape that the AccuSump's $200, and then uh-huh. you got to spend $200 on the stupid fucking valve that I think is just absurdly overpriced. Yep. No, so I, that's I, why I, I asked. I, I didn't know if you were going to put it where the passenger seat is, and you're just going to reach over and open the valve. No. I probably probably put it up front next to the oil cooler. Cause okay. That's, that's kind of where Michael Gall did his on his uh, yep. his drift car. So probably do that. Um, yeah, same thing. I have, I'm not. I have a list of things with the assumption that that's the solenoid I'm getting. But I, again, haven't had a chance to dive much deeper beyond that. I'm sure someone or many people will tell me um, that, yeah, you need to do this one because you're an idiot. And it'll just make it way easier for me if people just tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Maybe I'll look into that a little more if you're going to buy one. Yeah. I just get super, I was just like, I mean, we deal with electronic solenoid valves at work all the time. and They're not expensive. No. And that's why I was like, what the fuck? Like, it's just a 12-volt why is it? Valve. Why is it the same price as the rest of the AccuSump? Right, because I was looking at the accident. I'm like, oh, 200 bucks? Hell yeah! Why wouldn't I? It's do not that? bad at all. Like, oh yeah, you probably want this valve though, unless you're planning on mounting the accusump, you know, in the passenger seat. Uh huh. It's like, uh, well, I'd rather not do that, but I don't want to pay 200 dollars for your stupid valve. Right. So anyway, yeah, might so be something. I, I know how I'm going to plumb it in, but yeah, the solenoid part, I'm not quite sure because I even have like, a, you know, with assumptions, I have like a, a on a and site, I have all the fittings and stuff. Uh, like a shopping cart screenshotted of what I want. Yeah. So that's already. Um, oh, I uh, last night I rebuilt my diff and added the shim because a $13 Band-Aid sounds better than a $1,000 diff. Absolutely. I'm still not sold on it because cause we talked about it on the show and they're like, well, can you shim it? I'm like, I honestly couldn't remember. And then as soon as I started looking into it again, I was like, oh, yeah, I talked myself out of this because I didn't believe it. Oh, you didn't think it would work for that cheaply? It wasn't worth the yep. effort to take it out and put it back in. I didn't believe that you could just take it apart, throw a you know, $13 shim on top of another shim that's already there, and have it just magically... $13 shim that cost them two cents. Yeah. Was, that's uh, the other uh, thing, uh, too. Uh, whatever. But yeah, so I, I, I was convinced there's no way you could just take a shim and have it magically turn itself into a 1.5 or one and a half way diff. Or if you put two shims, it magically turns it into a two-way diff. You're about to find out. I am about to find out. People swear by it. A lot of people swear by it. I know even when Nick DeVries chimed in, he's like, yeah, we've done it on a couple cars. It worked great. Okay, then it, Fine. Probably, it probably works. I'll try it. <laughs> I'll reluctantly try it. I'll try it. And yeah. not admit when it works. No, I will admit if it works, because uh, I was talking to Dusty Nixon about it, because he used to ask me, like, what the fuck are you doing there? Because I, I post on Instagram. Like, what? Here, oh, that's it. That's all you do. Because I took it That's out. literally all you do with the with the uh, um, the clutch plate ones too. You just throw a shim in it. Yep, and that's it. It's got four shims in it. You put five shims in it. You and put it back together, and that's it. Yeah, it's weird. It, I, well, I hope it works. It'd be great if it felt better and actually locked up. Yeah, I pulled it out, pulled it apart, and then I'm looking at it like how the how the hell am I going to get all these bolts out? Because I don't have an impact. But figure it out. Put it in the vise with the towel and just. You don't even have a Milwaukee impact. No, I spent all my money on other shit. This will piss people off. Get a Milwaukee Impact. Oh, yeah. Milwaukee is the best, by the way, Just because no one can argue with me. He's not here to talk about DeWalt. It's Milwaukee. I I, I really want the the Milwaukee Impact. Drive. Yeah. Yeah, I want that. I, there's It's great. There's, there's it's, it's, so many uses It's wonderful it. value. It's good value for money. They are expensive. They're like, what, 200 bucks? For just the Impact and maybe one battery, it's yeah, probably $200. Yeah, that, but nice. you get so much use out of that stuff. It lasts freaking forever. Well, I well, last night I you know, took the diff out, 
Sorry. And then put the diff in my vise so that it wouldn't rotate. So like mm-hmm. basically where the holes are drilled out, that's where I use the flat part of the, obviously I, I put a towel in there to keep any sort of like metal on metal. Yeah. So I put it in there, held it in place. And I'm looking at like thinking there's no, like even on the article, it says these are nearly impossible to take out if you don't have an impact to which I said, <laughs> I'll get these fuckers out one way or another. Typical Robbie. You have a breaker. Yeah. Oh, okay. That yeah, was fine. But yeah, they are loctited in there. So yeah, I got them out. And my first thought was I might need to call it Randy and borrow his Milwaukee if this doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it just took the ring gear out and then took the uh, the top part off and put the shim in, put the top part back on, put the ring gear back on and slammed it back into the into the support or the, the sh- what the fuck is that called? The shell. What the, the car? <laughs> the, oh, the, the yeah. The, the whole, the, wow. The thing Words. that holds the diff in. Yeah, that, the, the, Casting. <laughs> the fuck do I call that? The housing. The housing. The housing. I put it in the housing. And then just, yeah, it's ready to go. It literally took four hours. The whole thing. Out of the car, re- all disassembled, reassembled, uh, gasket maker on, ready to go. Does that include you crashing into the wing with your face? No. Yeah, I actually took a picture of that. No, yeah. That, so I left a bunch of tools on the ground under the car where I'd been working. So I went back there to go get it. And then when I stood up, I caught the edge of the, the corner of my end plate and it just went tong and it dropped me. Oh, I bet. I legit dropped to the floor. I bet. I, that must have fucking hurt, dude. It didn't start, it didn't start bleeding right away. So that's usually bad. So like, like, if it doesn't start bleeding immediately, like there's not so uh, like, just I'm like, a little t- bit I'm of like blood. touching it, looking at my hand, touching it some more. I was like, ah, it's just sweat. We're okay. But I could feel it kind of like swelling up going, motherfucker it got me again this is the second time it is second, i didn't know you did it at first not time. never this bad yeah that's that's pretty bad that must that that looks uncomfortable yeah that one sucked that was when i decided it was time for dinner so in, including my break for dinner i still got the whole thing done in four, four hours. hours fair enough an yep. injury and dinner yep yeah, was pretty man my hair looks really thin in there doesn't it here's we're, we're all getting old getting old man it sucks getting old it's not fun Yep. So it it uh, it's been a, a week of thrashing. The engine came out. The diff got out and rebuilt, or whatever you want to call it, shimmed. It's ready to go back in. Uh, registered for TT Nationals. So uh, I have until September 13 to get my to engine get your shit back together. To get my engine put back together and in and running, so I can win the Midiv Championship Series because I was leading, and now I'm in third by 70 points. What? Yep. I mean, from one event, yeah, you get the winner gets fifty, and you get there's technically four events, but the championships double points, and Matt is going to be in California, so he'll have Ooh, zero points. Shit. So that means that Albert, who's beating me by five points, better watch his shit. Better watch his, watch it. Cause I'm coming. Because you got did you get third? I got first on Saturday. Yeah. And then nothing on Sunday. That wasn't there. Oh. Oh, I see. Okay. Yep. So um, okay. yeah. Like cumul- cumulative points. I'm I'm in third place with six hundred and five. And then second gotcha. place is six hundred and ten. And then Matt's winning with six seventy five. Gotcha. But then, you know, you drop your lowest score of the season, which to me will be Topeka the first Topeka event that I missed. But Matt also missed that. So that doesn't really do you any good then. But yeah, he's actually thinking about 
he'll be in, it's like some army or a military thing he's doing in California, like a training thing. But he's thinking about having his friend drive his car down and then flying to St. Louis so he can be there. Oh, Jesus. And I was like, so yeah, him and I have this like friendly competition going, going on. Because like when my car broke, everyone goes, well, what'd you do? What, what'd you do to sabotage his car? So it's a, that was very rude of him to yeah, take was, to remove all your oil. It was awfully rude to put shitty oil in. He took all your good oil out and he yeah. put he put his used oil I had back it, in. He's yeah. got a Mustang, right? Yeah, that's where it went fucking sideways. <laughs> he took the shitty used oil out of his Mustang, uh-huh. and in the night on Friday, he drained the oil out of your car and put his used Mustang oil in it. That's yep. what happened. That's yep. where it went. That's where it went sideways. There's no way I could have done this to myself. Well, there's no way you could have done that in an LS1. <laughs> These there's yeah, good bu- oil. In yeah, it. they're good. They're bulletproof, man. It makes they put yeah. Mustang stuff. Some, in. Totally somebody messed. Mess, yeah, somebody messed totally with my stuff. Totally fucking makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, so I got that at the mid in mid September. Then two weeks later is uh, nationals in uh, Bowling Green, Kentucky. I'd like to do that one. That's St. Louis, right? Yes, and I think we're I, doing, I think we're doing the new course, or we're doing it backwards. I don't think I, can't I can. remember. I would like to do nationals. I just don't think not this year. No, I don't think I can. But I would like to do. I'm looking at your schedule, I just yeah. keep this in here because it actually is really it's handy. Just, yeah, it's super helpful. Um. So they're not going to do that Omaha event at all. Like they're not going to try to salvage that. I don't think so because they're, they're talking were, about how they're going to open the racetrack. People were talking that they were going to bring it back. Like someone, someone made a comment. They're like, "Yeah, I got announced that you, you we we can run again." But like, we've already canceled it. And everyone's made plans around the fact that we aren't going to be there. So like everyone that runs in the series already has plans that we can not be there. So I don't know how they're if if it's a real thing. I don't think anyone's going to show up. They probably will. It'd have to be, like, not for points or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, because people would be fucking pissed. We, yeah, we, like, we announced yeah, There's a points it. event, and, you know, somebody's like, yeah, I can fucking go. I can just, you know, yes. sandbag it, do, like, one lap a day, and, yep, you know, get points. my points, yep. yep, and then leave. But if somebody else has plans, they're going to be like, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Yes. It would have been nice to, to do that event, though. It really would. It is. Um, but, yeah, I might, I might like to do St. Louis. St. Louis is a fun track when you're not in the tire wall. Yeah, of course. Um but yeah, there may be drifting in Omaha in August at some point, so I got to put my engine in. And that autocross is uh, the week uh, the weekend yeah. that the original drifting event was. Depends on. Depends. I don't know if I'm going to do that or not. Maybe I'll just come hang out. I just I need uh, my my challenge right now, and I would I would like to do the September event. But the challenge that I still have is that um, I probably need to sit down with the rules and figure out what wheel and tire package I'm going to do. Oh I'm yeah. Tired of these. For people that don't know, the wheels on the Fiat are thirteen by five and a half. It's, it's literally not. the worst size of all time. <laughs> it's the worst. So I'm gonna have a new engine as soon Hell as yeah. I get that put in. So that'll be really great. Um, I really need to do something with this problem because my option right now is to to keep those wheels and buy another set of takeoff um, RA ones or R triple eight R's or whatever. Yes. Um, which I'm not, I mean, on that car, I have no idea if those are good, bad, and different because that's the only option I've ever had other than Goodyear buy supplies. Oh. So, I don't know. I don't have anything to compare them to. That's all I've had ever. Um, and the ones that are on it are ancient. I mean, I could use those just if I wanted to go for fun, but I'd like to try to get a little better, you know? Yeah. Put some more grip in the car and get used to that. So, I think realistically, long-term, what I'd like to do is I think it's Auto Recombi. They make a wheel that is 15 by 
eight maybe or seven and a half okay um it's like really pushing what fits underneath that car right but they said you can do like a 225 or a 235 um but like a 15 225 235 that's a cheap tire yeah it's, 200 it's, super com- it's pretty super common ain't it yeah super super common i mean miatas would run them i mean you could get that i mean you could the 15 inch tires in like a normal size 225 or whatever are dirt cheap yeah so from an expendables point of view, I think that would be good. And I think with the added width, even though I'm going to a 200 tread wear instead of a hundred tread wear, there's still going to be way more grip in the car and I can buy new tires instead of having to buy takeoffs because new R triple eights for that car are $1,200 yep. and I just can't justify that cost. Nope. So takeoffs are 300. So, you know, you're losing some life and some grip there, right. but I could get brand new 200 treads probably for $400 or $350. You know, and do That's not bad. do with them what I need to. They should last the season. That car doesn't weigh anything. But I think based on mid div rules, I think I'll have more grip and not take a penalty for that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what my width multiple that multiplier for width would change. I don't know. Honestly, for sure. I, I I don't have it in front of me, but I'm pretty sure the width modifier doesn't do anything until you hit like 275. And I, don't, so, I don't know if it's because of the weight of my car that does that. It might be a little bit different with yours, but sure. I know mine didn't do anything until you hit past two seventy five. Two seventy five. I mean, regardless of whatever that did, it's there'd still be more grip in the car, and I'd have better options. Right. Doing that, it's just a matter of you know investing the money in wheels and tires versus mm-hmm. just tires. You right. Know? Um. So I just got to decide when I pull that trigger. Just get some reps, man. They're like a hundred bucks a piece. For wheel, well, these wheels aren't that bad. Yeah, they're like I was they're like fifteens. They can't be too bad. Six hundred or something like Percent. that. That's not yeah, bad. Not but bad the problem that you got to remember the really screwy thing on the Fiat is they're four by ninety eight. Oh yeah, because everybody has that. Everybody has four by ninety eight. What a weird, yeah, what a weird one. But all the Italian cars are that way. Alfa Romeos, Maseratis. Oh, then you should be able to just pull. Yeah, but then you got to buy shit from Europe, eBay. Oh, that's what I was going to talk about. Because I was looking at diffs from in Japan mm-hmm. for the S15, um, I was apparently this this uh, country exists called Australia. Yes. So Shay, you can ship things from Australia. I looked it up, I, and then I m- and mentioned it to Shay, and he looked it up even more, and he sent me a screenshot of one that was for sale currently that he could buy and ship. Obviously, I'm not in the market right now, but yeah, when I decided to go that route, it was four hundred dollars. Australian, which is like two hundred thirty dollars, two hundred and fifty dollars American. Yeah, they're they're then you could ship then you could ship it here, which would be fraction of what it would have cost to get it from Japan. So that's hundred percent going to happen if I decide to go that route. Yeah, because you could get it for like four hundred dollars then probably shipped. Yeah, whatever the shipping cost is, it doesn't matter at that point. If I can get the diff for two hundred fifty dollars American. So would he have to help you with that, or how do you do that? Uh, He 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 gave me a. Two names of people I could get a hold of that that's what they do is just... Oh, yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They basically yep. export yep. shit. Or if for some reason that doesn't work, I could always just wire him the money. And then he can, and then ship, he can it. ship it. Yeah. Using an importer would be nice because... It would be way easier, I'm sure. Plus, it, he wouldn't have to do all the yeah, export paperwork and all that custom shit. Yeah, I was going to so. say, just in case it gets caught in customs or something, you don't yep. see it for eight weeks. Yeah, yeah, I would... I would if I'm going to go that route and let's say this shim doesn't work at all and I decide that I magically have enough money for this after all of this season, which is not likely, (laughs) 
But if for some reason I do, I could order it and have it take a few months to get here, and that's fine. Yeah. So we'll see. Australia apparently exists, and they have really cheap diffs. Hey, man, that's enough justification for a country as far as I'm concerned. Good I wonder me. what it would cost. Um, well, I've watched a lot of Mighty Car Mods. Uh, there might be some goofy rules and whatnot, but I wonder what it would cost to get a car from Australia instead of Japan. Japan, Yeah, if, that, if that's better, if that's worse. It'd probably be better because no one's going there. Everyone's like, oh, we'll get my Japanese car from Japan. We get the same car from Australia. They've got some goofy laws over there, though. It's I wonder lawless. if by the time it's... you buy, that's a th- you think it's lawless. <laughs> like everybody's like, ah, oh. you know, I'll show you whatever the fuck you want. You beat up by kangaroos. They have like all these stupid hooning laws, hooning yeah. laws, and then like you got to get cars. It's like their version yeah, of the if, MOT and all I, this but other stuff. But I think stuff. if you're getting that piece of shit out of the country, they'd be no. They're all about it. Yeah, they could probably just like half price shipping. Maybe we should just start get... a service where we go to all these countries and like, like, oh, we'll get your shitty. Use cars, but we only take like the sports cars. You know yeah, what I mean? Like the like, stuff yeah, the that, that, and that stuff. people don't like are having a hard time getting registered now because they've got emissions crap they got to do. And uh-huh. we'll just bring them here. Yeah, perfect. Or Canada. Otherwise, yeah, there are S15s in Canada. That's also an option. When's the S15 going to be old enough? Is it 97? Is it 98? 98. Yep, so we're, so we're close. Not we close 20, enough, but. 2023. Yeah. That kind of sucks. Uh-huh. There'll be a bunch of them over here though once they once that hits. Yeah, there's, I mean, this is you can find the diffs. It's just not as common as. Did you see that TBR that somebody posted for bring a trailer? Yes. Sold for like an insane amount of money. Yes. That's like a five thousand dollar car over there. Yeah. Maybe not that one, but, but you could get one for like five grand. So just import it. Yeah. Lucas did it with his Skyline. We could do it. Everyone should do it. Yeah. eBay.co.uk. Yeah. I've gotten all sorts of weird stuff off the internet from different countries. Or like autofinder.co.uk or something like that. Right. I don't know. I used to know all those websites. But yeah, well, just go just go buy one because they don't, they don't want them. They think they're all going to burn to the ground, so just go get one, yep. have it imported. What's what's the worst thing? I, mean, I think it's a Land Rover V8. So if you're worried about it, buy like three or four Land Rovers, bring those over at the same time. Those are like 50 <laughs> pounds. Just have it all imported at the same time. Put them in your backyard. If something it. goes wrong, just go get a part off the Land Rover. Yeah. And then when that part's broken because it's on the Land Rover, go to the second Land Rover, and then the third and the fourth. And at that point, that doesn't work. Just burn the whole thing to the ground, start over. Take your loss on it, move on. I love this idea. I think you could get it all done for like 10 grand, and you'd have a TVR, and nobody else would have a TVR. I think that's a great idea. Everyone should have a TVR. That's great advice, for sure. That's what people for come somebody. to the show for, yeah. It's yeah, it's advice. advice about TVRs. They listen to things that we did wrong. What cost us a lot of money. Yes. And then great advice. Yeah. I mean, I haven't done that yet. It cost myself a bunch of money. But yeah. if somebody wants to do it, I would encourage it. Yes. With the Land Rover insurance policy that I talked about. Oh, yeah. That's a great advice. No, not not that one. I oh. mean, the buying the multiple Land Rovers to take oh, the parts off. Oh, I thought of, you were yeah. talking about the... No, not the Doug DeMiro. Oh, no, 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 no. No, we're not doing that. No, we're not. So. But yeah. So I got a lot of thrashing to do. I'm going to go on vacation. And then by the time we get back, most people will then be hearing this, and then it's time for all hands on deck. Let's get this engine back in the car. Yes. So I'm way ahead of where I thought I'd be right now. I never thought I'd have the diff completely ready to go back into the car and then have everything sourced for the engine already. That's what PayPal credit's for, though. That's true. We can worry you about just the, finance it. We can worry about this in the fall. Actually... Jess is so supportive 
that Saturday night we're looking like we've already established the fact that this engine's toast. And she goes, well, what's, you know, what's this going to cost? I was like, well, worst case scenario, I need to replace this engine. Well, what's that going to cost? I'm like, well, a crate engine is probably like four or five grand. She's like, well, what we could do is like, I'm going to stop you right there. Cause so whatever you're going to say, can't be good. No. Cause whatever you're going to offer me, I can't take. Cause I'm not going to let you pay help for, my pay for this. No, that's not how this is going to work. I appreciate the support. I love you for that, but no, that's not how this is going to work. I will not f- cripple you financially too. I'm the worst. There's been times when I've like got the money and I just don't want to spend it. Oh no. Like I'm, I have the money. I'm like the opposite. when, when, when we were working on the LT one, which still isn't in the car, like I had the money and I was like, eh. I just don't want to fucking spend it on this thing right now. And I'm, uh, and finally like, he's like, we got to put this engine back together. And I was like, all right, fine. send me the bill. What is it? <laughs> like, I, I really did not want to write that check for that engine. It yep. was about 1500 bucks. I Dang. do not know why. I was just like, I mean, when you're, I just don't want to spend this money on. Yeah, this so right if you're now. you're not super pumped about it at the time, and yeah, I totally get it. Well, and, and then the track flooded, and then I was like, well, I don't want to really want to put the engine in now either. Yep. So, well, that's like Saturday night too on the drive home. I was just like, well, let's just save some money for a bit. I can, or you know, we'll, we'll try again next year. You know, they'll give me all winter to put it back together. I can, I can just get parts cheaper. I can take my time, and then like just kind of fell into my laps. Like you know, grand total, all of these parts plus the block that you were just offered you know okay now it's not as bad as i thought yeah just a lot of work plus i might be able to salvage the season and that'd be fun yes um i was just thinking about the rest of our season robbie i do have some concerns um what about um mid-coast the road rally? Yeah, I don't see any updates about 2019. Is anybody working on that? That no. was the end of September. I don't remember. I am concerned. We have to. We we did well. I don't. I don't think we, we ever talked about it because our our shit got lost. Yeah, we did actually. We placed well. like right at the one third mark. Like we were in the top third, but we were at in the, the seven, bottom we of were the in top the third. Sixty six percentile. Thirty third percentile. Yeah. No. No, it's the higher number. Cause is like, it? Because if you're like the top one percent, you're in the ninth ninth percentile. Oh, I see. I see. Yes, you are correct. So, but yes, we were. We did. We passed. We did. Good. We definitely passed. Yeah, we got a C. That gets degrees. C minus. But we we were right there. Yeah, I, I think we need to co- go back. That's what I'm saying. We got to go back and go again. But I'm not seeing any information about a 2019 midcoast. Maybe we need a, a road rally safety steward from the SCCA to put something together. No, I can't put it together. Maybe not. Not that one. Maybe Flatum needs to put it together. Maybe with the new TT guy. I don't know what the title is. With the safety steward for road rally and Flatum. Flatum. We could come up with something. We I don't, could. I don't want to offer that out there and have him be like, "You said you were good." I don't really want to do right. it, but it'd be great. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not. Yeah, you're right. I am the guy, but I'm the guy that's supposed to sign off on it. I'm not supposed to do it. Oh, that's kind of how that works. Yeah, because I'm the I'm the safety steward, so he 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 sets it up, and you and then he hands it, it off to me to say, "Do you see safety problems with it?" Of course not. And then I say, "Here's what." Here's what I well the fact that you have to, to jump do. over this bridge is probably a problem. Right, this ga- this area where you're airborne is probably not something we want to do. We, our insurance Can will we not drive sign around. Yeah, our yeah. insurance will not sign off on that. Right, 
No Dukes of Hazard said it was the first thing they talked about in the class. No re- recreating any Dukes of Hazard scenes um, explicitly. Well, Must if, if Jessica Simpson wants to show up in a bikini, we can, that, recre- they, that, we that, can recreate that, that, that scene. That they didn't talk about specifically. That has it nothing to do with the related cars. To, cars. That's not as much of a safety problem as jumping over ah. an embankment. That's what they were concerned about. Well, I think it would be a safety problem if Jessica Simpson showed up in a swimsuit because then you would crash into. I would either crash a, a car, yes, or I would get these glaring eyes right next to me, like, the "Fuck, what are, are you, you looking, looking at? at? Nothing, nothing. Uh, I'm not looking well, at that, it. That is that is up to the discretion <laughs> of the safety steward. So I would have to determine if I decided that that was unsafe. But they uh, didn't talk about that specifically. Uh, is what miss, I'm your bikini is too unsafe for the rest of us. It must go. That's 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 the power that's been instilled in me is what you're saying. So we have yeah. we we could do that, but Adam probably needs to put it together to he be needs, completely. He needs honest. to design the course. He needs to design it, and then he and I well, need to go drive it, and he, I need to get my form out, and we need to go through it. Then he needs to go on a mid coast to see how it's done. We and probably then need design to design it. Yes, you can't. In all reality, you shouldn't design a course before you've done it. So we got they have to put it on so we can do this for next year. If, yes, and I should probably find, should see if St. Louis region or something like that does one, or Kansas City region. Yeah, yeah, you'd, you'd think it'd be more popular that they do it. I more. think it is other places than just, here. Just like here. the guys that do it in the class that I was in, those guys were like dead serious. Like yeah, they're like, they're, like they're, like they're, they're days like, of rallying. They're like the it's club, crazy. the club racers of. Yeah, of for sure. Road rally. All of them drive Porsches too. Every I am single shocked. One of them. All shocked, Porsches and BMWs. Every single one of them. Shocked. It's not a Nissan in sight. Boo. Hey, uh, I know we talk about way too much. Then these shows always go on too long. Uh, at one point, we had talked about the Nissan XD, um, the, the heavy duty Nissan yeah, pickup. Yeah. Apparently, it's a giant hunk of shit. Really? Yes. Aww. Which is really disappointing. That and would, that would explain the sales. Would explain the sales and. Uh, I found out that it really can't tow much more than a EcoBoost F-150. No. Yeah. No. No, I'm dead serious. Because I started looking into it not necessarily because I wanted to buy one. No, but just kinda... but I was just curious, like, you know, is is you know is it a good vehicle? Because they are deeply discounted most of the time. So I was like, yeah, maybe a couple yeah, years. At, might the be right, at the right price, right. any vehicle is the right vehicle. Towing capacity for the XD is 12,600 pounds, and I'm pretty sure... Not gonna look it up, of course, but I'm pretty sure that, the that eco, that's the, the same was as shockingly high. It was like thirteen thousand pounds. It was, it was very high. So, I think the, what are you gaining? Uh, the truck is so much bigger, so you get stability. Yeah, but they said like that's about it. The reliability of it was like absolute yeah. and complete dog shit. It, one of the reviewers said something to the effect of, "It's one of the only new vehicles that they've ever tested where he really wasn't sure if he could complete a journey in it." Like, it was that bad. Whoa. Yeah. Actually, Josh talked me out of a Titan. I don't know if the old ones are, are bad or if he, it's just had, the XD. He had horrible luck with his. Like, Oh, I didn't realize he had a Titan. Luck. He, had a, he had a Titan for, like, I want to say a year. And he sold it. Or traded it in or whatever. But, yeah, he said it was a never-ending maintenance nightmare. Or just random shit going wrong. Yeah, and that's exactly and he, what... He talked me out of it. It was Car and Driver or Edmunds or one of the... Who knows which one? Motor Trend, maybe. But yeah, they said it was just like complete dog shit. Like, it was just terrible. They had tons of problems. They were taking yep. it in the dealership all the time. It would just stop working. It would flash warning lights and stuff. It was it was Ugh. terrible, which sucks. 
because I want I want to like it. Yeah, I and want. I've seen I want, a few. Of yeah, them. I want. I don't think it's bad looking, and I like the idea of a uh, smaller capacity V8 Cummins, and apparently it sucks. All right, well then, moving so, on to a different one. Yeah, guess that's that. I just wanted to follow up on that after I did some more looking into it. Like I was pretending to buy one, and I was like, yeah. "Oh man, this thing is terrible. It is not good." No Titans for us. It's not worth the price of admission. Do not fall no. for the sales tactics and the cheap pricing. It sucks. Just a little consumer advice there. Yeah. Do your research. All right, let's do some news, Robbie. Sure. Porsche. Oh, wow. Shocked. Spends, Adam's not here. Porsche spends $40 million to repave the Nardo test track. Robbie, are you familiar with the Nardo test track or test ring? Sort of. Based on probably what you've seen on Top Gear? Yeah. It's a giant circle, more or less. Seven point something miles. So the, yeah, almost eight miles long of circle. Yeah, so it's basically, it's a circle that's big enough that you don't have to turn the steering wheel. And it's, it's, so it's like perfectly designed at, it's at the right bank so that you're technically driving straight. But you're going but in a But you're circle. going in a circle. Yes. It's very large. Yeah, seven mile circle. And, yep. it, and from the aerial picture, it looks like a perfect circle. Yep. Um, $40 million though, or nearly $40 million, $39 million. That's a lot of money. It's a shitload of money. For some concrete in a seven-mile circle, eight-mile circle. Funded by a company that makes sports cars that are very expensive. I like that part. Here's the thing. (laughs) So I tried to figure out, okay, because if you... I've been talking to my Porsche friends because I do have some Porsche friends. Oh, my God. If you want to buy a GT3 or a GT4 or a GT3 RS or any of those things Uh like I talked about before... They're fast, I'll tell you that much. Uh, Porsche doesn't really give a shit. No. They're like, you can go fuck yourself. We're not going to sell you one. <laughs> they got to be exclusive. We'll talk about that in the next, in, in later. Yeah, that comes up later. But, how do you run a company that like basically tells you to go get fucked when you want to buy a car? And then they have four extra because, $40 million laying around to repave a circle. Because when you show up to a track day... And the guy in the back of the grid is just like, you know what? Fuck everybody. I want to go to the front of it. And just passes everybody. And then just continues to fucking go faster and faster and faster. And nobody can do shit about it? No. And he's so fast. And you're just like, well, that's the easy button. I want that car. But then you go to the Porsche dealership and they go, oh, hello. Have you bought a Porsche from us before? And you go, no. And they're like, ah, go get fucked. (laughs) Go buy him a can, you fucking nerd. And then they kick you out of the dealership. Have fun in your Nissan. Have a Nissan, Loser. bitch. Get out of here. And Yeah. So anyway, I was trying to look into how it's Porsche makes all this money if they don't sell any cars. It's a money laundering scheme. That's right. <laughs> no. But, so, uh, obviously they sell a lot of SUVs and a lot of Panameras. Yeah. And a lot of normal 911s and a lot of normal Caymans and Boxers. You just can't get the stuff that you want. Which is part of the mystique, I guess, and that's why people probably buy normal 911s and McCann's and crap, because yeah, they want to get on a they, wait list. They just want to be in the club. You got to get on a wait list, uh-huh. and then they call your name, and they're like, great, you can buy a GT3. Oh, by the way, you got to give us an extra 15 grand. Well, I'm already here. And, and then if you go, no, they're like, nah, fuck you, nerd. I'm making the next <laughs> back call on the, the list. Yeah, back on the line. I'm calling the next guy, because he's going to pay it. It's Bullshit. It sucks. I get it that it sucks because it's the same thing with watches. It's stupid. <laughs> it fucking sucks because the people that want the cars can't get the cars. Yep. And the guys that don't want the cars because they literally buy them 
to flip them, uh-huh. they're like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Here's your money. Because they can turn around and make another 15 grand. It's bullshit, dude. It's stupid. I don't, I don't. Anyway, my point is... They have too much money. They have too much money from that. And um, I guess Porsche like lends out their engineering services to other people. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. So they talk about that a little bit in this article. And uh, Porsche designed the Harley-Davidson V-Rod engine and transmission. Huh. The more you know. You mean the one that's least popular? Yeah, because it was the most technologically advanced, and all the people that Nobody like Harley-Davidson's are like, what the fuck is this shit? No, I don't want that. Get out of here. You can't go like, oh, but the Germans made it. People are like, fuck you guys. <laughs> So it's like none of that. Oh yeah, people didn't like this. Like, don't draw too much attention to it. Let's just keep going. We'll go back to the air-cooled American-made one. Yeah. yeah. Oh god, this was a huge mistake. <laughs> so anyway, but uh, yeah, apparently that uh, Porsche lends out design services, engineering services, and then apparently does some testing for other OEMs. Like they're testing other people's cars. Yeah, I was gonna say, I know, this is good for Kona's sake if they want to do a top speed. I could see Koenigsegg saying like, "Hey, Porsche, can we use your thing?" And they're like, "Yeah, well, you know, yeah, that's it's fine." Like, Two hundred thousand dollars, and they're like, all right, whatever. Yeah, who cares? It's just money. So I think Koenigsegg's got money falling out of the ceiling too. I don't think they know what to do. <laughs> we got a ten year, we got ten year wait list. And we keep raising the prices on our cars. You guys keep paying them. So like, what do the fuck we want? We don't yeah, care. They don't care. There's literally money in the ceiling tile. Like they just, they yeah, just it's open. like it's like the it's like those really successful drug lords. That yeah. just, instead <laughs> of <laughs> insulation, it's just money. <laughs> oh, you guys are going to lunch? Hold on a second. Uh, move a ceiling tile, and you know, half a million dollars falls out. Like, yeah, I think yeah. so. You know. That has yeah. to be what's like it, Kona's like. I'm sure it's exactly so like it's that. It's a small building, but it's just Cursing. bursting at the seams with the cash. <laughs> it's actually, if you look very closely, it's just painted money. The whole <laughs> the whole building is money. It's just stacks of money glued together and then painted. Yeah. Wrapped in carbon fiber. Wrapped, <laughs> and then he wraps it in carbon fiber. He actually doesn't know what to do with the money anymore. No. All right, now that we've made wild assumptions about Everybody. companies and things that we don't understand. Um, we can talk about things we do understand. We could. Do you want to move on to the next one? Sure. I, this was just an interesting point, I guess, that they spent all this money and replaced some guardrails, and it cost $40 million. 40, 40 but million I guess dollars. it's good that Porsche has the money to spend on that. And that they're investing in you know, performance. Performance stuff. testing. Yes, yeah. that's a good thing. That's definitely a good thing. Yeah. A Missouri woman. Didn't say Florida. I said Missouri. Missouri. Missouri woman. That's Missouri woman. Uh, tracks down her own stolen SUV, and she finds it, Robbie, and she takes it back. Hell Yeah. Uh, would not recommend doing this. You will die. That's probably a good way to get shot. It's a great way to get stabbed in the neck. <laughs> Just <laughs> by, by a crackhead. Yeah. If someone's willing to steal your car, they're also willing to murder you, probably. So this Danielle Reno, she has a 2011 Toyota 4Runner. It was stolen at a Kansas City gas station. I'm uh, shocked. By she... <laughs> by, by, by what... Her description was a thick, late 30s, 40s, busty woman. <laughs> This is the best description for a person. She told that to the police. This thick bitch. <laughs> That's exactly what she said. In her late 30s or 40s, stole her forerunner. And, uh, but she stole it with her purse and her phone still in the car so she could cyberstalk herself to find out where it to was. To find out where it was and then just go and get it. Yeah, how stupid could you be? I mean, I mean, if you're stealing a car, you're stupid anyway because like, it's a big thing. Like, You're not going to get it very far. Uh, I will give her a little bit of credit, the thick woman that stole this. They put temp tags on it. Did you see that part? I didn't see that part. They took her license plates off and put temp tags on it. That's actually not bad. That's, that's pretty, a good idea that's, that's, if you're going to steal something. That, that, didn't didn't think about the fact that there was a cell phone and you shouldn't use the credit card of the person that you had stolen the vehicle yeah, from. So, yeah, so she was using 
the owner's credit cards, which she tracked, of course. Yeah, through, went to the, went to the gap. App. Yeah, went to the gas station where they had recently been used, and the the attendant was like, "Oh yeah, they said, mentioned something about going to Applebee's." Sure, they're not low key either. No. They're not like you know, hey, you know, keep keep it on the hush. You know, we got a stolen vehicle. They're like telling people, "Yeah, we're going to Applebee's. You guys want to go?" Or like, well, oh, we got weird conversation they were having. So anyway, she went to where she thought they might go, like the nearest Applebee's or whatever. Sure enough, they were there. No, no, not just that. She showed up, and then they showed up after. Oh, after that's the right. Fact. That's right. So that she waited till they ordered, and then went and stole it back, and and live streamed the whole thing. Genius. I don't think the cops would recommend doing this, though. No, in Kansas City get stabbed. No, but uh, I don't know. He could draw some conclusions about well, she's the a- justice system and finding stolen stuff. Not that I've got a chip on my shoulder about that, but Me like, why, why, why was she able to find and the cops her own vehicle close. that easily? And her the cops were like nowhere near finding it. You know what I mean? Yeah, they'll tell you they have better things to do with their time, like write as fucking speeding tickets. Yeah, probably. Which is a victimless crime. This is obviously a, <laughs> she, she was a victim. She was a victim of of you know grand theft. Well, it was super weird too because they said that in the the amount of time that this woman, this thick bitch, had her car. <laughs> that's what we're referring to her now as. Um, she like totally trashed the interior and the entire the car stunk. What are you doing to this car that you stole and then trashed it? <laughs> she put a bunch of beer in the baby seat and what was the other thing she did? I can't remember. There's, oh, there was some sort of like crack pipe or something. Probably, yeah. <laughs> That's probably why it smelled Ugh. smoking crack in there. But uh Yeah. So what you're saying is uh Kansas City sucks. Des Moines rocks. What I'm saying is <laughs> I can't recommend you take justice into your own hands, but in this no, case it worked. It did work. That's all I can say. Yeah, if you're if you're gonna steal a car back from somebody, make sure it's a thick bitch. Or make sure they're like Deep into the endless nachos or something oh, at, yeah. at Applebee's, and they're it's, not going to the see do- It's the two dollar margaritas. The two dollar margaritas, yeah. No and calls. then make sure that they're like really into that. They got their order place, man. They're like into that food. Just bam, then snap that thing back. Yep. Robbie, <laughs> what's next? Porsche. Oh shit! Makes only two identically optioned 911s a year. I actually did not pick this story. Adam picked it. I have no idea what he was going to say about this and how stupid it is. But Porsche has said that they produce a maximum, in quotes, of two identically optioned 911s a year. How is it even possible? There are 60 billion (laughs) options. Have you been on the the, the configurator? There's... 60 billion things you can click so on. So what do you do if you're they a super boring guy like $2400? Yeah, what do you do if you're really boring like me and I just want like a plain a plain one? Maybe maybe that's the part if I wanted a plain one, no one else would want that. Well, okay, so here's the thing about Porsches you have to understand. Yeah, tell me. If you plan on selling the Porsche, yep, which people are weird yeah. about what options are on them. Yeah, so if you have like one of two, that's a very well-optioned car because no one else has it. It's exclusive. But everybody has one of two. Yeah, but like, I mean, they talk about... Okay, so if you get into, like, Porsche auctions, like, they talk about well-optioned cars, and they'll go through and talk about, here's here's what your available options were. Yep. Here's what was selected for this car. And then, like, people who would consider themselves connoisseurs are like, oh, oh this is yeah. a well-optioned vehicle. <laughs> You know, these options work well together, these color schemes. You know, this was part of the Porsche customization. customization. I don't know what the name for it is, but there's like a program. You have to like ask for permission from Porsche if you want something else and like they have to approve it and make it and then you got to get on a list and all this other shit. But I think 
I don't know what my point of that was. But other than that, <laughs> just the fact that there's way too many things that you can select on your car. That, that they can run a business and only sell two of the same car. Yes. Unlike Ford, who has to make... 13 million of 13 each. million of the same car, you know, and they want to put everything into... It's the tech package, and it's the winter driving package, and those are your two the options. The sport package for shredding tires. For shredding tires. And then that's it. But Porsche, you can have whatever you like. It just, everything costs two grand. So how do they do the ones that don't go straight to a customer? Like the ones that go to the dealers? Or I think just the, dealers, somebody, the just dealer has to The dealer them? picks them or Porsche says, here's what you're getting, and they go... Uh, that's not what we want. They go, I don't yeah, really yeah. give a shit. And yeah. they just we have it. a list. And yeah. <laughs> this one's available. We're sending it to you. We don't really care. Yeah, if you want it, this is it. And then when it gets there, the customer's like, yeah, I don't really want that one. They're like, yeah, fuck you. It's the only one we got. And they're like, all right. Okay, I guess, I guess I'll I'll I do it. want it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really Welcome. Wa- Welcome to the world of luxury goods. It's a wild fucking place where you spend a bunch of money on shit you don't really want. Because somebody else might want it. Well, I really, I really just want a black one with chrome rims. Well, how about this bright yellow one with green rims? I really didn't want. No, well, that's what you get. Who would, who would option a car that way? I don't fucking know. Well, there's only if one. If you don't buy it, that guy's gonna fucking <laughs> buy it. I don't really care. That's literally how how it works. Like they this don't is give the only a shit. one. Do you want it or not? They don't give a shit. No. It's the exact same thing with watches. Buy it or not. Or don't buy Someone it. Like, buy. I don't give a fuck. Like literally, <laughs> okay, I'll show, I'll share an experience. Somehow I got on a list for a watch that I couldn't afford, but I got on a list. Well, you did that to yourself by going to these places, like in Vegas, where you're like, I'll it's a watch. Ooh, can I try that? It's one? It's a watch I do want. Ninety six thousand dollars. It's a watch. <laughs> it's a watch that I do want, but it was within like, reason or yeah. like long term. No, top of like the within line the last, within the next like two years. Okay, it's a watch I want. Okay, so I put my i, I didn't actually realized I put myself on the waiting list, but apparently I did. And so <laughs> when it came up, my number got drawn for the watch six months later. And they said, we have one. It's yours. If you want it, are you going to buy it? And I was like, no. And he literally sent me a picture and it was like, it wasn't quite as big as this apex pro box, but you know, whatever that is, it was like an inch thick. And he said, if you don't buy it, I'm calling the next guy on the list. And it was a stack of names. He's like, I'm calling the next guy. Are you sure you don't want this? And I was like, fuck. I was like, I could, but then I, I could have bought it and flipped it. And then I'm like, now no. I'm the fucking problem. And you're, I was like, you're that guy. Morally, because I really do enjoy this. I have to let the next guy buy it because it's not fair for me to buy it and flip it. Right. Like I could afford to flip it. I couldn't afford to keep it. Right. And I was like, I got to let it. I got to let it. I was go. like, I could though. I could have called him and said, yep, here's my credit card. I'll come pick it up. <laughs> but I was like, I got to let it go. Yeah. Let somebody else buy it. The, the next, of course, the next guy's probably going to fucking flip it. So, you know, I'm just, now I'm the idiot. Yeah. That, that but this is, this is the wild, wacky world of luxury goods. <laughs> Nobody actually buys things they want. No. It's you. You buy it because it's available. Because it's the only one available. It's the only one available. And then you tell everybody, "This is exactly what I wanted." Right. But I've been kicking myself for the last month because I did want it. Yep. I just didn't think I could afford to keep it. Yeah. But now I'm probably gonna have to wait ever at least a year to get on, and then I have to call the guy and say, "Yeah, I didn't buy that other one, but can you put me back on the list?" He's gonna be like, "Okay, dude." Like he's yeah, never gonna call I'll me. I'll call you. Because I'm gonna have to give him money that they get to sit on for a year. It's crazy, man. The shit doesn't make any sense. You think you could just go buy something, but that's not true. No, you can't do that. That's... And I've not tried to order a 911, so I don't know if, you know. You're going to get a phone call. Hey, that one you configured six months ago is available if you want it. Shit! 
Well, then you have to, this time you have to flip it. Yeah. Well, he's called me twice on, on two watch. On one watch, I was very serious about buying. And then I bought another watch literally like two weeks before it. And I had to tell him like, no, I spent that all money. my money on that watch. And then when he called with this one, I had to tell him that I'd bought the Porsche. So I couldn't buy that one. He's never going to call me again. So I'm never going to get anything he's I want. Not, he's always two weeks late. I should tell him like, dude, your timing is fucking terrible. And he's going to be like, yeah, well, fuck you. Someone else will buy it. It's literally, it's, <laughs> he was nice, but I'm not saying he was mean about it. He's just like, dude, I have to call the next guy if you don't want this. Like, you have to tell me right now. If That's you a want great it sales tactic. It is a great it's sales tactic. It, it, it's it true. Psych, it psychs you out. You're like, I, I had a moment where I'm like, am I going to spend this amount of money? I like, on I, a watch? I like how you hesitate every time. Like, this amount. It's a, it's a, it's a number <laughs> that if anybody knew would make them physically ill because it is stupid. But you need it. I don't need it. If I needed it, I would have bought it. But you think you need it, eventually. Eventually, I would like to have it, yes. There's other stuff that I should probably... Yeah, my, my, I'm the same way, but it's all used car parts for me. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I, I do think about my emergency fund and, like, you know... That's, that's why I take the max I can take for my 401k. So that money never gets to me. <laughs> I've never seen the money. <laughs> I can't spend it if it doesn't get to me, which is why when they say, how much do you want to put in your 401k? I was like, as much as you'll let me. And then I do that. And, and then, then it's like, you never made that money. That money I can, I can budget for a life without that. And, and then, then somebody goes like, Hey Robbie, did you know you had all this retirement money you can't get to? And you're like, cool. Yeah. That's, you can't get to it though. That's for me for later. That's me looking out for me because I know better than now. Yeah. I don't know, man. I really don't know. I'm hoping to have a running... I'm hoping to have two running vehicles by the end of the month. Well, not this month. August. At the end of August, I should probably put both of my cars together. Yeah. I mean, the the Z is so close. It gets... had Had the 240 not had issues, the Z would probably be put together next week. Because I, I need to put fluids in it and like reassemble and set the suspension and have an exhaust made. And that's it, assuming nothing's wrong. And it's it. It's ready to go. It's it's damn near turnkey. So I think like an afternoon or day of work, the Z should be ready. And then like... uh. Probably like a weekend of Luke Stilly's effort would get the 240 done. A normal human effort would be like a full week of work. Nah, man, that's like four hours for him. He just decides to repaint a car on a slow Sunday. It's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I I did feel a little bit proud of myself when I did the diff in four hours. I'm like, ah, I'm like Luke Stilly. I did something and I did it quickly. You can't measure yourself based on how fast Luke does things because you feel like a loser. Uh huh. And I do feel like a loser all the time. Yep. I got the engine out by myself, and I think I figured out a way to put it back together without having to fight the headers for an entire day. Oh, that's good. Yep, so I think I know how to do that. Um, yeah, so I think it's just a matter of replacing and reassembling and throwing it back in. And then it should be all the same shit, so I don't need a new tune until I get a new tune to get my max RPMs down. But um, I'm just going to put a nice little sticker on my, my gauge that what says is, what stop. Is, what is controlling your rev limiter right now? It's in the ECU. I could I can program it. How did it get programmed that way? I think it, I think that's where it was, and they just left it. But you can go in and change it. Oh, okay. 
So I think you just drop it down a few hundred RPM just to give myself a little safety. A little buffer. Fair enough. Yeah. A lot of people say that they'll drop it to like, I want to say 6,200 was what people were saying on the, the, the it's know, a good place the, to the quick, the quick forum that I, I scrolled through was like, they, they said going above 6,400 was bad. So people would drop it down to like 62. And that was kind of like the safety zone to keep yourself from spinning bearings. So, so yeah, the, the, the whole spinning a bearing and, it's a lot of things I did wrong, so I can I can I can own that. So now, hopefully, other people can learn from me. Yes, it's what this show should be about: is learning, yeah, learning this, and growing. This podcast that I get paid so much money for that pays for all these learnings. <laughs> yeah, pays for all these learnings with. I was going to say moral support, but it's more like no, I get mental I, beat down. Yeah. Every the, time you make a the, mistake, he's like, you're a fucking idiot. It's like, yeah, you've never made a mistake before, I'm sure. The fact that I actually had a bunch of people comment with pr- productive, helpful information this week was very refreshing. I even made a comment about how refreshing it was. I was like, hey, this is really good information on oil. This is really good information on um, AccuSumps and like diffs and stuff like that. That's great. But at the same time, it's like so many people were telling me, you're an idiot. No, they didn't actually say that, but. You felt that way. I, every time someone makes a comment, I was like, ah. I know, I know, I made a mistake. Or I could do this, I could do that, whatever. But I do appreciate the, the legitimate help that people have sent my way. That's nice. ApexTrackCoach.com, 10 I, tenths. I use mine often. Um, I had up until Saturday afternoon in the session that I destroyed my engine, I had not lost a session in uh, five sessions. I had been first place. Oh, that's good. Five sessions in a row. Then I got second place when I spun my bearing. But I got, I still had the fastest lap of the day on Saturday. That's in awesome. My, in my class. It's all because of Apex Pro, and it tells me my, that I'm doing well. ApexTrackCoach.com. ApexTrackCoach.com. Use the code 10 tenths. Not tenths. Not Use tenths. our name, not Johan's name for us. 10 tenths. 10 tenths at checkout and uh, get your free suction cup mount as we said before put the mount in there put the apex pro in the in the cart you'll get a total plug that thing in it'll deduct the mount and uh off you go you'll be very happy with it i promise if you have questions contact robbie yep if you're uh, at an event i'm at i will show you what i have yep get a hold of if one If you're driving at an event i'm at i will let you borrow one we have an extra one right now or we'll let you borrow one or whatever uh, or I guess we have, we have two, but we have an extra one. Yeah, I was going to say, I use one People typically aren't but... using. Let me try to swap around. So do that. And uh, we're at like an hour 20, which is amazing. So I think we should just shut this down. Yeah, and, I'll give uh, you a chance to edit tonight, and I can go on a plane You tomorrow. need to go on vacation, and yeah. I am going to go do other stuff. So see you guys next week. <laughs>